broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on part two of episode 73. This is our normal show that we do on a bi-weekly basis with uh, DVC news and park news and when we generally talk about random Disney stuff. So enjoy. That was great having DVC Resale Market on again. Those two are the best. I'm so glad we have a partnership with them. I agree. So I hope you guys enjoyed the DVC Resale Market then. uh, The other episode. Yeah, in the other episode. People Listen are going to that. flip when there's two episodes. You know that, right? I, they're, yes, that they are. But I, I think it's a good idea to keep it separate, right? I, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, and it's I think that a reference back to it then, right? And, and I think as Katie would say, oh, sugar plums. Trevor will get that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't I get that? I, because you're not reading the uh, <laughs> Facebook live blog that Dan's doing. Oh. <laughs> I read it. I read it. I, I see some things. <laughs> so we're talking about Disney Vacation Club removing fees for select in-room resort amenities, which I've never been charged in my life. Yeah, it's it's funny because Trevor and I talked about this. Uh, we, we covered Chad's uh, podcast the other day, and we talked about this. I have never been charged for any of that stuff. I've asked for towels many times. I've never been charged for towels. Uh, then again, I've never asked for anything but towels. I haven't asked for any of that other stuff that was charged for. Uh, like laundry detergent or uh, coffee, we always brought that stuff, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I I never really thought about this because yeah, same thing. We we always ask for towels, but beyond that, none of these things have ever come up for me. And honestly, I I'll admit I've never even looked that closely at my bill to see if they were charging me for that room stuff because kind of at the end of the uh, at the end of the oh. trip, it's like. Yeah, I know how much I spent and, well, you know, just pay the bill. <laughs> well, see, and it's different for us because we try to pay everything outside of the room via cash. So uh, my bill is should be, in theory, zero. And we've definitely asked for laundry detergent from what I remember and did not get charged. So, And dishwasher soap, I think, as well. I also mentioned, too, uh, you know, you can always have the five-finger discount, too. It just has your walk by the uh, cart. <laughs> we we here, Trevor and myself, do not pr- promote what Tom is talking about. How dare I don't promote he. it either. Don't steal from the uh, the cards. That's not cool. I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm, I'm too busy. <laughs> I, I don't have Yo. time to look at the cart when I'm walking by. I'm like on my way to somewhere to you know. I'm get on a rush to get back to the. Usually, what happens? Usually, what happens for us is it's a race back to the room because everyone wants to be the first person in the room. So, like, we're literally <laughs> running through the resort. Me and the boys and my daughter. My wife usually doesn't do this, but the 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 three three of them and myself are literally running upstairs, pushing each other out of the way for some whatever game to get into the door first for whatever reason. So, so, so just for competition reasons, not like I call bathroom or anything. We're like a that. fully competitive family. Yes. <laughs> we do that too. And actually on this last trip, my son won most of the time. He was very aggressive and was actually thinking about, like shortcuts and stuff like that. But, but the difference is, see, like you, is you and your son. So, you know, no one's ever going to like hurt each other where, you know, I have two teenage boys. So it's, mm. it's, 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 you might not walk the next day. It's possible. <laughs> what, they're going to see how out I, your legs. <laughs> it is possible. Yeah. It is definitely possible. We'll see how things go in the next couple of years. Cause I'm sure I'll get to that point too, where there'll be, you know, 
tackling and stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, back to, back to what we were saying here though, about these, about these fees. I, I think it's a good thing they're getting rid of those. I mean, I, I don't think that was, I, I bet part of the reason why they're getting rid of them is the inconsistency of charging for them, right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Plus at the end of the day, just they've raised dues, right? Just raise dues to accommodate this and then leave me alone. Be honest with you. <laughs> Well, I, I also don't understand. I understand for like consumable, stu- consumable stuff, but like the towels, they just wash those and give them back to us. Like, but that's still it just a seems cost unnecessary involved, right? to charge for that. You know, I mean, there's still cost involved for washing towels. I, I think though, again, they just realize that they can just up the fees a little bit, accomplish this, and then be done with it. And it's probably at the end of the day less housekeeping for them to worry about these fees. So. Let's work for them to keep track of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, and, exactly. and especially like I, I know at the Polynesian, we, I'll admit we're guilty of taking the towels from the pool back up to our room just yeah. because we couldn't be bothered to, you know, drop them in the, in the towel return. And we just, we know that they're going to pick them up when they, when they clean the room anyway. So I think that's acceptable though, right? That's not, that's not like an unacceptable thing to do. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was ever. I don't know if that's on the same level as stealing off of the cart or not, though. Like Tom doesn't do. <laughs> yeah, I've never really done that before, for real. I've never. <laughs> I swear. So he says. So he says. I, I've called and gotten blankets and towels and things like that before, but I've never actually taken anything from the cart. So listen, I, I'm sure there's some people out there that have stolen all kinds of soaps and shampoos when they were doing the single use thing, right? So. I've seen you some see pretty how, crazy pictures on Facebook of that. I'm sure. You see how Tom is projecting now, Trevor? He's, yeah, project- he's projecting. That's it's, all. It's not me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. But we, we should also talk about though, how, how DVC members are now going to get a 20% discount at Joffrey's, which what, I don't really care about because I don't drink coffee, but I mean, I'll, see, I'll get 20% off on a pastry. I'm cool with that. But see, what's so interesting is, is that like, I don't drink coffee either, but at the end of the day, what's happened is my oldest son now will drink coffee. Not, not, Usually when we're here at home, but when we're at Disney. So this actually works out well for me. And I think a little bit of this caffeine thing is our kids don't actually drink soda at home, but like they're tired too. Like they might not admit it, but gosh, Disney even tires out teenagers these days. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I never really thought about stopping at a, the Joffrey's kiosk before. Cause even there's one in the transportation and ticket center as you're walking towards the ferry. And I've always just written it off as, you know, th- this is, yeah, it's somewhere you get coffee. Why would I care about it? But, uh, but I guess they do sell other stuff there. I know when we were on, uh, on, uh, doing the live show on, on, uh, on my DVC points, um, one of the listeners mentioned that I guess you can get alcoholic beverages at some of the kiosks as well. That's but, interesting. But I guess that they, they say right in here now that I'm looking at it, it says uh, 20% off non-alcoholic beverages. Mm. So that well, kind of yeah. ruins that. <laughs> and I think, Trevor, what ends up happening is especially for foofy people, bougie people, or like teenagers that foofy. are just I, I into, into coffee but really only fancy coffee – Joffrey's works well. Like my wife drinks her coffee black. She gets up in the morning. She has it at the resort and boom, bang, we're done. But like, you know, teenager needs, you know, the caramel latte, extra foam with, you know, this on yeah. the side. Yeah. You know how it is. Soy milk. Uh- <laughs> Soy milk. Two pumps, right? Like, two pumps. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he goes to Starbucks then. He he goes to Starbucks instead well, of Joffrey's. He, he really doesn't, like I said, he really doesn't drink coffee while we're here. But when we're there, if there's a Joffrey's, because we happen to be there for... I think we were going to, on Space Mountain and there's that Joffrey's right there in Tomorrowland, right? Isn't that a Joffrey's? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and we happened to get some stuff there because everyone was feeling a little, uh, tired. 
So, hey, I'll take discounts anywhere we get. My wife is like, even though she's like, no, I know they don't give a discount here, but I'm going to ask anyway. Maybe things have changed. So, like, we ask everywhere. So, this is, you know, this works for us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just more, you know, taking the time to look at what they offer. Because I think we've all just kind of written it off as there, there's coffee there, but yeah, if it, I, I guess what I, what I bother to go out of my way that far for the 20% discount mm, kind of depends on the day. <laughs> it, yeah. It depends what they have, right? If you're yeah. not going to drink coffee there, then it, it, is there a, you know, gigantic donut there? Uh, then I'll have that maybe. But I, I, you know, I see a lot of people in the Facebook groups comment about how much they love Joffrey. A lot of them like Joffrey's more than they like Starbucks. Now I wouldn't know. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I, I, I have no idea yeah, what either. the quality is. Yeah, this is the problem. None of us drink coffee. <laughs> it is kind of a problem, right? That's why we don't have any coffee sponsors. <laughs> oh, dude, Joffrey's that—that's who we need next sponsoring us. We get we get Joffrey's as sponsor. I know there's a, and I, I'm not going to shout out the name of the company because I don't remember them, but I've heard them in other places before where there's a company that makes Disney inspired coffee blends, oh. which I don't even know what the heck that. I don't means, know what that but, means, but okay, I don't know what it means either. They're like Disney. It's themed to like Disney attractions. It's weird. Does it smell like the water on pirates? What's the trick that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beach Wait, club so there's, pool. Ooh. There's other, there's other discounts too, I guess. Blaze Pizza. Eh. And what's the other one? I don't I, even I, know what that's I've, I've never even heard of that place at Disney Springs. Yeah, I I, I knew about Blaze. Yeah, we're, ba- no we're bad podcast up. people. We don't even know that place at Disney. Gosh, no, I don't know. And, and it is worth noting, by the way, this is for blue card people only. So if you do only have resale and don't have a blue card, then you don't Suck get it. the discounts. As- <laughs> 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 pretty much, that's pretty much correct. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what Disney says to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I, I like like you said I I think any new discounts are a good thing and 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 before this was kind of an oversight in a way because uh a, annual was there, holders, was there any discounts at Joffrey's or not no there wasn't no hmm. so when, when did this happen d- this year uh, annual pass holders have received a discount there in the past it's just no DVC members did so and w- when did this actually start though like it hasn't started or it did no start? I believe it's January first I think it okay. was you know New Year yeah gotcha that's good though. I'm yeah, down. new new discounts are a good thing, or are, are always a good thing. I'm definitely down. Okay. <laughs> well, da- hey, Damon, the next thing we have on your list is uh, is, is your day tour, or your detour that you want. My day tours? I don't have day tour. Yes, I only have that, that works too. Day tour works uh, better. I think it, people it would rather well. pr- that we pronounce words wrong than say um and you know. So I think we're good. There you go. I I want to <laughs> say I want to commend myself on this episode. I think I've been doing a great job, but someone will hopefully let me know if I have not. I. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I think I've done a better job at limiting my ums and uhs, and we'll see. I, th- I think and I've only counted two for me so far, so. Oh, okay. Damon's detour. So I have a lot of things to actually talk about. I, you know, we have made some changes to our trips. So we had planned on going July 4th. It was something that we definitely want to do. But then our friends that we travel with, who always seem to set what we're doing, which is fine by me. It takes off a little bit of... You know, the planning for us, actually, it's, it's funny because the husband of the family that we go with, we call him Julie from the love boat because he's the one that's always doing all the planning. So it's kind of an inside joke. We are changing our July 4th. We we're canceling that. We actually never booked it. So there's really nothing to cancel, but in our heads, we're canceling it because we're going to go back for Thanksgiving again. So everyone keep that in mind. If you want to hang out again for all the people that were there last time or any new people that will be 
going over Thanksgiving, we will be there again. And I believe this time we will talk them into going to Epcot and doing all the fun food stuff that we ended up doing. So that is one thing. The other thing is it seems like this 17-day trip across country is pretty solidified in terms of it happening. And the reason I say that is because we used a bunch of our points now for our Thanksgiving trip on a two bedroom because we don't need to save points for that next year. So it looks like that will be the year where we're going to end up saving our points for, I don't actually know why, but we'll be going to Disneyland. And then the year after that, which if you had listened to the previous, I guess, episode or previous part of the, this episode, again, we're splitting this, right? I don't really know. To the, to the, to the split off of the episode that's to coming the out the same day. To the split off of the day. episode yeah. the same day where I had kind of talked a little bit about our plans to cruise for my son's graduation and their daughter's graduation will be going on the wish. So I have to kind of keep that available. We may end up actually using some of our points, especially if we buy more points to at least pay for one person on the cruise. I think they'll end up booking theirs with some points is my guess. But again, I don't know. It depends whatever they decide to do, but that will kind of allow us to do the two bedroom at Saratoga this time. And we used up pretty much all of our points from 19 and what we had banked. So Looks like it worked out well. So that will be good. And then the last thing I guess I wanted to talk about was animation. I know this is for every Disney person that wants to just kind of tune out. That's absolutely fine. So we can talk about real quick about Owl House, which is a Disney show. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I want to tell everybody that is a huge fan of Gravity Falls, and I know we do have some of those listeners, that there is a show on Netflix. It's called Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, and it is stunning. It is phenomenal. We've watched the first episode, excuse me, the first season already. And it is only a minute click down from Gravity Falls at being our favorite animated show. It's based on a web comic called Kipo, which has now been removed from the web, web, obviously, since the show is out. But any of you savvy web people can probably find some of the comic out there online. It was a two-year web comic. The show is amazing. I, Trevor, again, I, and Tom, I, but more Trevor, because I know Trevor is more interested in animation than Tom as he's going to get on. I say he's not, but I'm just going to say <laughs> that we know that's the case. Trevor, it is 100% a watch and a phenomenal watch. I, it was to the point where we were arguing between, you know, what we're, we're going to watch. My daughter comes in. She's like, are we watching Kipo? Are we watching Kipo? And I was like, no, let's, let's save another episode for tomorrow. No, we got to watch it now. We burned through the last two episodes today. Absolutely phenomenal. I think, you know, everyone that enjoys Disney, and the reason I think we talk about animation or they allow me to talk about animation is that a lot of people that enjoy Disney do enjoy animation because, you know, Disney's built on the foundation of animation, especially with the films. It is a must watch. So kind of keep that in mind. I think that was my detour for this time, though. You've definitely piqued my interest with that. And that's uh, DreamWorks. It's not even. Yes. It's not even a Disney. That's surprising. No, we have been it, DreamWorks these days. That's an interesting discussion. <laughs> I don't know. That, but that's it is. a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. No, I was just curious. I was like, wait, does, Disney doesn't own DreamWorks, right? They own no. a different animation studio. So uh, I'd like to hear what everyone has to say about it. Go watch some episodes. It, it starts out great. It draws you right in, and the characters are absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I'll check that out, too. I mean, I'm always looking for a, a good new show to check out. Yeah, no, it definitely was worth it. So those are kind of the progresses on our trips. We were all just talking about October. Now I have to talk these guys into doing a breakfast on the 10th instead of the 9th, or I have to figure out a way to get my kids out of school on the 9th. That's what we're, that's what we're going for right now. Or there could be two meet and greets. 
Hmm. Oh, well, one never knows. Yeah. Two meet and greets. Whoa. The Canadian side and the American side. And then Tom <laughs> will go between both of them. And just like Thanksgiving, the Canadian side will come earlier than the American side. Yeah, there October. you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's pretty funny. Uh, so we're that, really going to talk about run Disney, aren't we? I think we should. I don't run. Yeah. I think we should talk about, but I don't run. I, I don't understand this either because I'm not a runner. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, maybe we should have had someone that knows anything about we really this. Should've. We really should have. Because I I don't particularly understand this either. Uh like I, why I get, would I, you pay hundreds of dollars for this membership that they're offering? No, I mean I, I mean I guess I kind of get it. I think one of the things though that people are a little upset about is the the way that you can kind of purchase your bib and where that slots you in the run. I think that was one of the things I've kind of been reading about. And the people that actually do their runs prior to this with their times are a little upset because I think one of the top levels, the platinum may gain you some benefits of that bib in terms of the, these runs. And I think that's what's been kind of the, the dust so there's up. Th- there's three different membership levels. There's silver, which is $265 a year. There's gold, which is $478 a year. And then there's platinum, which is let's say eight hundred dollars. It's seven seven ninety eight. Um, and, and and like you said, the the for the platinum membership, you do get an upgrade upgraded uh corral placement. I don't know what that means. I, so that's where you sit in the race, right? And I think that the, the argument is kind of you know for runners. And listen, I am not a runner, so I'm just speaking on what I've read from people that I assume to be runners because again, everyone on the web does, you know, they are what they are. Right. So they're, they're saying that because you're putting people that maybe aren't at the same speed level now together, that that could cause some issues. That's, that's, that's an interesting take. I I would like to hear from somebody that does a lot of these runs, if they would participate in this or not, because I I don't, I don't know what benefit this gives besides getting early sign up. An early sign up, right? Like, I think that's it. I think some of these sell out. So I think, I think early some sign of them up sell is, out very quickly, right? Yeah, that's definitely a benefit if you want to do it for sure. So it's, it's interesting because I've also never understood. I've seen these run Disney virtual 10 Ks. What in the world is a virtual 10 K? That's when you do a run on your own time, not as a larger scheduled event. Uh, it, it's something I I've seen uh, my wife and her friends have done these before where they will go to a gym and do the run, like on a track or something like that, just on their own time. So gotcha. it, okay. it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a different concept, but yeah, again, overall, I don't, I, I'm reading all of these, these features of this run Disney membership. And yeah, I think the problem is we just don't understand it because I mean, none of us on this podcast are runners. I've never run a half marathon ever. I don't think I've ever run a 10 K a 5 K a 2 K. I don't think I've run any of those. I think the most I have I've done ever, a 5 K I've, mo- I've run a mile. High school. <laughs> yeah. I ran the mile in high school once. That was it. I think I've done, I've done two 5 Ks actually. Now that I think about it, not like, but not like real 5 Ks though. Like not, not like actual races, you know, they, these were like, Charity type Tom's event. Body where we happened to go 5k. It's yeah, exactly. way, right? Like one of them was the one where they throw like color stuff on you it was a color run thing. Yeah. That was one we did. And then there was another one I think we did that was like through a neighborhood and we walked the whole way. So it wasn't, you know, it was a 5k, but it wasn't, wasn't really, I mean, it's not like this. Cause they, I mean, I walked 5k before. Yeah. Don't they make you run on these? I mean, you have to go a certain time, I think. Right. 
Well, no, that's the whole point. That's why the bib issue has come up and this placement of bibs and corralling. Okay, gotcha. What were you going to say, Trevor? Uh, I was going to say that they don't force you on these runs. Like, people will sign up for them, and they know full well that they can't run the full distance. Okay. So, yeah, it's... But but you don't want to be in the way of somebody that does want to run and does want to get a specific time. True. Yeah, that's true. You you don't want to you don't want to stop anybody else from from hitting whatever time they want to hit. Yep. Do only certain people win the medals for these, or does everybody get a medal? Everybody gets a medal, don't they? I don't know. Are there different would, medals like how you place? Like what what happens if you win? Can someone let us know? Yeah, someone tell us if anybody's done Red Disney stuff. Like, tell us on like the group or by email. We we'd love to know because I have no clue. I, I want to talk about these these buckets though. The fry like you you had me on popcorn <laughs> buckets, but then fry buckets. What are fry? Are there actually let's do fry a buckets? One eighty from you know the, the yeah. running exercise to let's talk about fry buckets. <laughs> well, well, the thing about, is, let's talk I about never, places for food. I never under like I, I didn't know there was such a thing as fry buckets. Like again, yeah. I I got popcorn buckets, but fry buckets. This is a new. This one. is a game changer. <laughs> but I, I will say this though, we, we I do actually have the the um, the Thai fighter popcorn bucket. Was it a fry bucket or no, a popcorn it, bucket? It was a popcorn. It was sold as a popcorn bucket, but it is the most unwieldy thing to carry around. Like it is just it looks not, dope though. It, it looks cool, but the problem, like we have it at home and we actually have it. We have some different you have fries in it. No, we, we just M&M? actually store pen, pens. In it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Smart smart. some M&Ms in yeah. there. That's a good idea. But yeah, it's, it's not like they look cool, but if you're carrying it around a park, it's not a very comfortable thing to carry around. But you can't send them back to your room, right? No, you can't. That would be the best. That's what needs to happen. Like if you buy like something else, you'd be like, Hey, can you send my fry bucket back with it? (laughs) So we should probably explain what we're talking about, right? Well, it's it's a kind of self-explanatory. It's a fry bucket, <laughs> but 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 I mean, we need to talk about what the design is because, truthfully, so the Kylo Ren uh, one, the tie interceptor bucket, I I would just buy that as a cool like figurine. Like it's it doesn't even need to hold fries, but it does. Uh, and not a lot of fries, it looks like. By the way, well, I I will say that I was thinking the same thing. The the, the Skyliner like it, one may look like it holds more fries, but I don't see that with fries in it. So now I'm I'm a little. Well, questioning Scott, if there's fries. See, now. usually the Disney World ones are popcorn because, you know, and then the Disneyland ones, they'll do different stuff. But like the Disney World ones are almost always popcorn. So the Skyliner one, which I just added before we started the show because I just saw it and I want it. I don't even want popcorn buckets almost ever, but the Skyliner one looks awesome and I want it. It looks, like, it looks like it holds box. a ton of popcorn too. Well, but how fries, like I'd be down, but popcorn, I don't know. For, as a fry bucket, though, I, I know um, whenever we bought some of the mugs and stuff in the past, they've given us the option to get the drink just in a regular cup, and then you keep the mug off to the side so that you don't get it sticky and everything. That's not a Tom thing. You know that. Yeah, well, but he think, opens Damon, I'm surprised you're not outraged by the fries ruining this thing. You know? No, I'd buy two. I'd buy one for fries and one for nut fries. Right? Well, that's, that, what that's I would where do. I would just get fries in a regular container and then keep the, the tie interceptor looking pretty. And then, yeah, I take it back to my room and I don't know. I, it's still, like I said, that they look cool, but that and the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket, it trying to carry those things around the park for a day is not fun. <laughs> I, I, I wonder though, I mean, people collect these, right? Yeah. They collect buckets. Like it must be hard to kind of present buckets like that. 
Because they're, you mean they're like, how do you like put them in? Yeah, your they're kind of big, right? We just, just have the Millennium Falcon shelf. one looks really large. Well, I mean, it holds fries, so obviously, right? It's got to be huge. <laughs> the, yeah, the Millennium Falcon one, first of all, doesn't look like it holds like any popcorn. It, feel, it looks like it could hold like a handful, and then and then you're done. But I I do like that that one lights up. That's pretty cool. The Skyliner one does look like you're getting the most bang for your buck in terms of food, though. Oh yeah, that one looks huge. And plus you get the lanyard too. You can like carry it around your neck and just eat popcorn oh, so, as you're walking. Well, dude, the lanyard, that solves your problem, Trevor. You just Well, no, they they, they all have the lanyards cuz even my my tie fighter one had a lanyard, but So you didn't wear it around your neck like Flavor Flav? No, cuz <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you we try have other it. listeners. <laughs> I would definitely rock it as as a accessory. Young people, Google Flavor Flav. <laughs> I I do see it every time we've been down there. I see people carrying these popcorn buckets, and I just think that the bigger they get, it just the less I want it. Like the, the Skylighter one, absolutely. I think I think it's a great design. The other two, I'm not sold on. Oh, I, I would say the opposite. I think the Skyliner, like, it, no, it's not as cool. It, it's, it looks like a lunchbox. With Chip and Dale on it, like it's yeah, it's a kind of what they look like, right? Yeah, it looks like <laughs> well, Skyliner. the Skyliner, yeah, yeah the Skyliner kind of looks like a lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's not as cool as the other ones. I don't know. I think it's cool. I like it. I, I but no, listen, you're right though. It's definitely not as cool as the Millennium Falcon and and the Tie Fighter. I don't know how you clean out the Millennium Falcon? Like I'm looking at it. How do you clean the inside of that out? I think the answer is you don't. <laughs> like, you, you wipe it out with a paper towel, and that's about it. Yeah, I but there seems to be a lot of nooks and crannies in there. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fleet. like you know, you got Han and the crew hiding underneath, right? Like you know, where <laughs> those where those special kernels that like <laughs> hid from the stormtroopers underneath in the you know storage containers. <laughs> I do find it interesting. Some of these, like the the Kylo Ren one, is is 1950. The uh, the uh, Millennium Falcon one is twenty five dollars because it lights up and pew pews, right? Like, does it pew pew? I doubt it, but it lights up. I mean, it should pew pew. I feel like it, it would be really cool if every time you opened the lid, it went like pew pew pew. Like every time you open the lid, like that would be cool. No, what would be really cool is if you could shoot the popcorn kernels out of the front of the bloody Falcon into people's mouth. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be amazing. Sounds I, like a lawsuit. Right everybody, now. just so you know, it's after nine o'clock. Even though I do not have to do anything tomorrow, I am still extremely exhausted and and may say things that are out of the ordinary. That's fun. It's going to get sillier as we go. That's why, that's why it's fun, right? Yes. <laughs> so <it's>, um, <laughs> oh, I said, um, damn. Uh, <laughs> you're doing a very poor job with that today, but I think Trevor still has us both beat, so we're okay, Tom. That's okay. I think I've only done a couple this show. I and think Trevor's I'm only gonna... been on half of the show so far. Let's keep that in mind as well. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. So, <laughs> so Tom said that he did, he did count, you counted them with a piece of software? Is that what you said? Yeah, so I, I did a transcription uh, on the last episode, and and it it sh- it showed uh, ums and uhs as three hundred and thirty six <laughs> from wow. the last episode. But I would say that some of those may be misrepresented. Yeah, false by- positives, right? You know, yeah. there's some false positives. Listen, I think we've said this before. It's hard to do this. Wait, and can, not- we, can we get can we get a number count on this one though? I don't have that software anymore, but I'm sure oh, I could. Goodness gracious! <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I could, uh, and find out how many times we did this. But I, I think we're doing all right this this time. So that's good news. So I think though next I'm going to change your order. I think our reckless speculation should come after our Disneyland news. 
Well, and there's you a piece wanted to talk about Gusto's too, right? You wanted to talk about the the sign yeah, going the in. Yeah, sign. Well, now that we already mentioned it, might as well just talk about it now because it's not really all that interesting, right? The sign has gone in for for the Gusto's, ride, yeah. pretty much. It's for the Ratatouille ride. Yeah. So, is there going to be an actual restaurant, though? No. No. See, that's that's the shame part of it. Well, well, well hold on. There's there's going to be a crepe place. Uh, yeah, but there the should be there. there should be that restaurant. Doesn't that just make sense to you? Well, no. The ride takes place like you're the yeah. Okay, can I Remy eat in can the I restaurant? Eat? Can I eat? Like I should be able to get off the ride and eat. You can eat. You can wander your way over to the the French restaurant, which whose name I can't remember at the moment. Which should be have- renamed. <laughs> Gusto's, just yeah. rename it Gusto's. They should have like little I, I really rats think- running through it, so that to to emulate people going on the the ride. Wouldn't that be awesome if they had animatronic rats running through the floor? That'd be great. And didn't they have something like? I thought I heard they they had something like that at at Remy's at the restaurant on the on one of the cruise ships. I don't know. I'm too. I'm not bougie enough to go on those. You're not bougie enough rest- to go to Remy's when you're going on the no. cruises. <laughs> no, like you know, you know, the best thing about a cruise for me is, is that when I write that last check, I'm done. Right? Like I'm not trying hey. to upgrade. Yeah, I'm not trying to do anything like that. And with the kids, it, I don't know. I, I think I might have next cruise. We might have to do that though. Plus, I don't want to get dressed up. Who wants to get dressed up? I don't really want to get dressed up on a on a, on a cruise ship personally. The, the only thing about dressing up though is. That because you can get the photo pass pictures done by the photographers, if you dress up, like it's kind of worth it in that regard. Well, anyway, that's, I'm just, now you guys haven't been on a cruise, so it's irrelevant to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've been on okay. stun silence, stun <laughs> but, silence. But listen, I, I'm glad they're making progress with that area. And I, I think it's cool that they've put that sign in. It looks pretty neat. I, I wish I could see it from the Skyliner. I, I'll definitely do that when, when I go in April, you know, take a look from, from the Skyliner. But Missed that whole area looks like it's coming together really well. What, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Missed opportunity though. To make it a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the idea is that you're going to be the, you know, you're going to be Remy and you're going to be in the kitchen I, I of the restaurant. The scurrying idea. around, you know, I, I get it for the ride, but again, give me the restaurant. <laughs> we got pizza. We got pizza planet. Give me the restaurant. Give it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we had Pizza Planet, and Pizza Planet was terrible. Yeah, but I'm saying we still had it, at least. We did. We did. I really, I always wish that they would have, like, recreated Pizza Planet, like, completely from the movies with, like, all the video games and everything, too. Ah, oh, you gosh. can't do that in the park. You know how much of a disaster that would be. They did be- that back in the 90s, and it didn't work very well. Did they? Uh, the Tomorrowland Arcades. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just, it, unfortunately, it's... Uh, Arcades are dead. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a, you know how much it hurts me to admit that. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and you know and you know Trevor, it's funny because I keep on wanting to build an arcade machine. I truly do, and I just think to myself how much effort it is, but it would be very fun to do. And then I just go, oh, you know, I could just buy all the pieces and then build the inside and the buttons. But I just, I it, it's on my list of things. I it's on my list of things. One. Yeah, no, you need the, I have the arcade X, the X arcade stick and mm-hmm. like all that, but you know, there's something to be said about actually having the, like a, the build like an arcade. actual. T- yeah, it's yeah, on, it's it. on my, it's, it's on my list of, I have this little list that I keep on my computer of, of things I need to do. Like my, my bucket list is, is, is stupid, but like it's on my bucket list to build one of those. Just like I'm going to be doing something that's on my bucket list. I think it, it's January. Yeah. In February, beekeeping. Going to my first beekeeping class, and I'm going to have a hive. That's beekeeping. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a hive. So, so there's actually Disneyland news that I care about. 
Well, really? Yeah. What? Uh, okay. Crazy. I need to hear this. Do we want to talk <laughs> reckless spe- speculation first? You want to talk no. Disneyland first? Did, did, were you just not paying attention, Tom? I yeah. legitimately yeah. just said I to change the order. Gosh. The guy that removed the sword and stone. So, again, it, it seems like, you know, a few days ago, it was reported that Excalibur was missing from the stone in front of King Arthur's, uh, what, is that carousel? That's spelled, carousel. Incor- yeah. yes. that's spelled incorrectly that Tom has here in Disneyland. So, <laughs> it seems like... Hold on like- a sec. I didn't spell that. That's a copy and paste. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, somebody spelled it wrong. But what's so interesting is that, like, somebody pulled it out because the sword was kind of busted up a little bit, Right. So, you know, I, I, I have to say that this guy should have gotten something awesome. That, that's where I really want to go with this story. Like, I, I think that no matter how he did it or why he did it or it was his first button, visit, visit button, like the dude still pulled it out. Like he should get a sword at the end of the day. He doesn't need a kingdom, but he should get a sword. But, but now he's the king of Disneyland, right? So, I mean, that's, that's what happens when you pull it out, right? <laughs> yeah, but he, they really should have given him something. I, I'll be honest with you. I think he should have gotten something awesome. Like it was again, another missed opportunity. I feel like I just I, think it's hilarious. I'm sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I, I agree on, on a level of amusement, but that is so opening up a can of worms, you know, inviting people to come and pull the sword out like no but how- that's what people were doing before remember like the only reason it actually yeah, but- came out was because it was busted how many i mean i i've never been to disneyland but i've seen swords and stones and i always try to pull as hard as i possibly can yeah but i i think you know people pulling on the sword they're they're never like using their full strength oh you're crazy you're crazy that's not absolutely 100 percent not true <laughs> no because a lot more people would hurt themselves doing that if i am legitimately <laughs> using 110 percent of my strength well, when i pull on anything stuck in the stone the people that i've seen don't at disneyland have not been using their full strength so if if they started rewarding that i i feel that Betray- that would just Trevor, think yeah. about it. They could make it so no human being alive could pull it out, right? It's not like that's not possible with the engineering that we have today. So I'm saying is that you, you make it like that, but gosh, this guy deserves something. Well, I just think it's funny that they everyone thought it was like a way for a refurbishment because they just did a refurbishment of the one at Disney World. And so everybody just assumed it was gone because of that. And then people were posting on social media that this guy, this muscle bound guy just came in and it's like, oh, I'll try to pull it out and just rip the whole thing out. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, awesome. Okay, can you imagine his the look on his face when he did it? Like, oh, what happened? Like, I mean, did not- he get to keep the prop or no? I would think not. It's probably it's probably I, original, right? It's probably the one from opening. I would think. Yeah, I, I can't imagine you got very far with it. I'm sure cast members were <laughs> just like, "Oh man, quick. yeah." <laughs> if if you did that, if you were the one that did that, would you like immediately go find a cast member and be like, "Hey, I broke this," or would you just like put it I back would, and run away? <laughs> no, I would literally stand there and wait and just hold it up. The king of all Disney. I think I'd hold it up in the air. I think I would do that. <laughs> I would hold it up in the air. I think so. Just, and then eventually I would draw enough attention to myself that they would come over. I think so. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's always cast members by the sword and the stone. Somebody see, I, would I, be I guess the it. problem is, is like, are you a little scared? You might get banned. Like again, this guy's a first timer, right? So he didn't have that fear, but as a DVC member, do you, you get a little nervous? You're like, Oh crud. Like what happens if I get banned for doing this? Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. That's true. But I, I guess that's a little different than because that was clearly an accident. 
but I guess yeah, it's not like he was know. trying to vandalize something, right? No. Yeah, if he starts swinging around and like, <laughs> <laughs> but then could you even really blame him? I mean, like Damon said, you'd have to hold it above your head and be like, oh, ah. at least once, and you'd have to have somebody take pictures and record. Like, I think they should have done something like that. You know what I mean? Like the photo pass people should have come over, taken some <laughs> pictures. Like at very at the minimum, help this guy out a little bit. I don't disagree. I mean, there could be pictures that exist of this. I, I, I've seen, I would think cast members would have a good sense of humor about this. I would think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. And that thing is old. I mean, that's been there for forever, right? So I, I think they think even they've... said that in the article. Really? Yeah. I, I figured that they would have swapped out the, the prop at some point, but. Well, they've, they've probably refurbished it over the years, but you would, I don't know. You're saying you think that that's a new sword or that it's like a new, uh, thing that it's in the anvil. Yeah. I, you know, I, you're right. I, I have to do some looking into it, but t- to me, I, I can't imagine that something like that would have stayed there from opening day because th- th- there is a mechanism in there. Why is there a mechanism in there for what? It's a, there's uh because they used to do a show where Merlin would come out and kids like they would, they would crown King Arthur from like, cause somebody would pull up on the stone or on the sword and it would always, they would always set it up that, you know, the ad- adults would never be able to pull on it, but then some kid would come up and the sword would come out so far. And then that kid would be crowned King of Fantasyland for the day. Well, this guy should have been crowned king of fantasy land then. I mean, yeah. obviously that should have been his prize. Considering they haven't done that for years, I, I think they were probably not prepared to do so. But. <laughs> I think they still do that at Disney World. I've seen that recently, I feel like. But I, I, I also want to... A long time. Oh, really? Okay. I, I do want to point out, though, the person that reported this said, said it was their friend that did it, said that they told him if he pulled it out, he'd win a prize. Which is hilarious, too. Mm, yes, that, that, that is that is almost as good as rhubarb. That is that is uh, good. Yeah, that's that is something you do, Damon. That's definitely something I would do. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> that's that's like tricking your friend into drinking Beverly. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, so there, there, there's other boring Disneyland news too, right? You guys want to talk about? Oh, I thought you were interested in both things. No, 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 no. no. I'm interested in this one. This the, is awesome. The the you know, new uh the new sign the new sign looks great and the uh the walls that they put up with the uh the shiny metal <laughs> Yeah, I mean how else do you describe it? It's like a shiny shiny metal like art piece. Yeah, I don't it's I don't know cool. what you I don't know what you call that. It it's like a, a rainbow metallic type wall, which don't get me wrong, th- this is miles better than the uh uh What's it called? The French fry rocks. I was going to say, did this replace the French fry rocks, right? Yeah. So yeah, it, it looks really nice. I, I, I hope that it's a sign of future things to come in the land that it just gets a, an overall improvement, a, mo- a more futuristic wait, Tomorrowland. <laughs> wait, did, did, did we forget to do our resale market ad? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you, you're going to insert that in later, I'm hoping. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like tonight's been uh, fun. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Yeah, we, I could do it right now if you want and we can come back to this. I, I think we should. Okay. Let's, let's, right. let's do it right now. Then. Let's, I'll go ahead and do this right now. 
DVC resale market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney vacation club guides like uh, Marissa and, and Derek that you heard on part one of this episode and uh, two former uh, Disney vacation club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. Again, a lot of times it's going to be Derek and Marissa. So you heard them today. Those are the people you can, you can talk to. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC resale market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days and nearly 3,000 contracts were sold in 2018 alone. So go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. Most importantly, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. That is very important to us and is important to them so that they know that uh, you, you heard about them on this show and maybe you even heard them on the previous uh, episode that we released at the same time, part one. You know, you heard Marissa and Derek talk about about DVC resale market, and you heard them on the show. Just let them know that, that that's where you heard the, uh, about them, and uh, you know they appreciate that, and we appreciate it, appreciate it as well. So, again, that's dvcresalemarket.com or one eight four four DVC Pros. So the one thing they did mention too is even if you aren't going to send them a note, in that note, please mention Welcome Home. They would appreciate that. We would appreciate that. Just Absolutely. put it in the comments. Yep. All right, back so, and, and back to your boring Disneyland news. Bum bum bum. You don't think this is cool? I mean, actually, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even look at it before, but then I did see the wall, and I was like, "Yeah, that is kind of cool." <laughs> Would you want that in the Walt Disney World Tomorrowland? Nah, I think it, because it's like this retro chic cool, and I don't consider Disney World retro chic like. In my head, I consider Disneyland since I've never been there, right? So I only have to consider it in my head, but I think it fits there. Okay. If that fair. makes any sense at all. Well, I don't know. Maybe. No, it makes perfect sense. I, I get what you're saying. And yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, it's really, it's really neat. I, I found it funny in this article that I guess some people were complaining that they said they maybe installed some of the tiles wrong because some of the lines don't match up, which is kind of funny. But I mean, that could have been a decision too. It could have been a conscious decision, but I'm sure it, it, it was. I'm sure it was too. Uh, it, it looks really, really neat to me. I, I, I think that it would, uh, Disney World kind of would do better with some sort of entrance. I'm not saying the same thing, but I, I get what you're saying, Damon. It makes sense. I don't think it would look as good in Disney like, World. Think about, think about that and then Tron. And that's yeah. where it all kind of falls apart for me, right? Like it's just not the same feel. No, that makes sense. I think it makes sense. But there I think that fits more in with with the, the the history of Tomorrowland and Disneyland. Yeah, I would agree. So the next thing, to, the next thing though. I thought that. Oh, we're still we're still Tron. talking, Trevor. Well, no, I, I, I are they I getting they Tron out there? Tron out there, yeah. So I, no, I don't think they are. Oh, I thought it was just Disney World. Look that up. I, I don't think so. I, I think it's just Disney World getting it. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any room for it anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the next thing you want, this was a Damon, a Damon request he wanted to talk about. He wanted to do some reckless speculating. So I guess this is all about paid fast passes at Walt Disney World. Yeah, I don't have Tom, any Tom, or anything. Yeah, Tom didn't, Tom didn't give me much information to work off of here. Cause nobody legitimates reporting this. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, I guess maybe instead of recu- reckless speculation, it's a question to the audience. Would you enjoy if there were fast passes at Walt Disney World on a pay structure, like Universal, 
I, no, see, I don't consider that a paid structure at Universal per se, because you can get them if you stay in Universal for free at some of the hotels. So a little bit different than that. Or, hey, listen, Trevor, actually, I like that idea. So if you're staying at, I don't know how this would affect DVC people, right? They should just get them automatically. But if you're staying at um, a high-level resort, you automatically get this, kind of like they do at Universal. Hmm. So if you're staying at a deluxe, you automatically get the upgrade? Well, that's the way it works at Universal. I think but, that becomes too that becomes too cumbersome for Disney though. I don't think they could pull that off because then what do you do with DVC people? They all just get it. Yeah, Universal doesn't have you don't have the pre-booking with Universal though. Either do Correct. you? Like you mm-hmm. can't you can't book 60 days out, right? Uh not that I'm aware of now. Again, so, I haven't been in about a year, so. So I think that's where maybe that's where the trade-off is is that having their paid fast passes, they they're also not letting people cool. And their fast passes don't work for everything as well, right? Harry Potter is not on that get in early sort of thing. Right. Well, again, I'm kind of for extra paid fast passes at Walt Disney World. I think it should be an option. I think that, again, the more options that we have, the better for everybody. Not to say that I would necessarily use them all the time. And I think what's funny is, is that as I've, you know, continue to go to Disney over and over and over, which again is not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, my, uh, you know, I, I don't need to always do all of the rides anymore. So would it be something that I would use all the time? No, probably not, but it would be something that I would like to have there. And it, again, it depends on what is on that list of fast passes. Are they saying that they're, you know, we could buy fast passes for the new rides? If that's the case, then I'm, gosh, yeah, please sign me up. But if it's just going to be on the, regular rides and not necessarily all of the newer rides. I I still think this is helpful for, excuse me, helpful for people that are only visiting Disney once. And I think that's, you know, those are the people that sometimes our community does not always think about, you know, somebody that's going to visit once, maybe let's say for their kids, but they're only going to do it once. So, you know, their kids are going to be seven or 10. It doesn't matter what the age is. They're going to do it once and they're going to be done. I have a lot of friends like that that did Disney once, this would be beneficial to them to have the, you know, again, to have the ability to buy extra fast passes would be wonderful for people. And it's not forcing you to do it. I don't necessarily think it's taking away anything from people, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thought on it is that if they were going to do it, it does have to be, it it does have to be something that, and okay, don't, don't, don't take me wrong on this. It has to be expensive. <laughs> and, oh, I would agree with you. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, the reason is, is that if, if they made it affordable or the obvious choice, we're pretty much back where we are right now is that everybody's paying for fast passes, but then you still got the fight for, for, you know, people booking them how, however early they'll allow you to book them. Whether, you know, if they took away, let's say they took away the 60 days and said, you know, instead you just have to pay for fast passes. What number, what number gets you there? I'm thinking 250 per family, but what, what number gets you there per day, by the way? Per day? That's, yeah. that's pretty steep for me. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't pay that. But you, yeah. you might pay it if you were only coming to Disney once for your kids. It, if I was coming yeah. once, and all right. I so, had... all right. So, check check this out, Trevor. Right. So, like once every like ten years or once in a lifetime. One, yeah. Once for your kids. So, think about it like this: you're coming once for your kids, right? What are the rides that are very difficult to get on? Right. So, what are the? I'll just say the rides that I did not go on last time. So, I did not go on Winnie the Pooh. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I'm not using a fast pass on that. Um, I did not go on the Latin carpets. I, there's a few things that I just did not go on, right? For whatever reason, doesn't really matter. I just don't feel like waiting online and I can only get X amount of fast passes. If I'm only coming once with my kids, should they miss Winnie the Pooh? That's where I think that it's an okay thing. Like I, I would be okay with it, but I agree with you. It has to be a high enough number, but it should be for those people that are coming once with their kids and just want to see a little bit more because they're only going to come once. I know there's no way to really police that, right? So if people decide that they're going to come three times a year and still buy them, there's nothing you're going to do about that. But I think it does benefit some people and not necessarily taking away from others, to be honest with you. So I think it depends on how they do it, right? So, cause they already have paid fast passes in Disneyland Paris. Uh, and, and they have it, it's like a tiered system. So like they have a super fast pass and like an ultimate fast pass. And I, I think I just, I just Googled this just to look it up. They've got, they've got certain attractions under the super fast pass that you can go on at one time, whenever you want. And then the ultimate fast pass, you can go on as many times as you want, whenever you want. So there's no scheduling. There's no return times. You just show up and walk in. Mm. That's cool. But that's tough. That's too many people there. It's a totally different park. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's but Max same. Pass works in, in Disneyland, but I don't know if it would work in Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the problem is that, you, you know, we're, we're thinking about this from the parks that already have it. It makes sense for their demographics. It makes sense for, for how the, those parks are structured. Disney World is its own animal. And that's where. That's where I'm really struggling with this is that you, you can't. So, so what about this? What about if they did their limit of fast passes the way it works now, right? So everything's set up the way it works now. And then what you had with this one was, is that, and this is a little bit kind of how Dollywood works. You could book a fast pass right after you finish your other ride, right? Is that how Max Pass works a little bit kind of sort of? But I think theirs is like some sort of window, right? So let's just say you go, your next one is for Space Mountain and you go on Space Mountain. And then after that, you can book one for somewhere else, but they're always available for any ride that you want. You can only just hold one at one time. Hmm. Yeah. that. that. Or, or, or would you <laughs> rather something where it works the way the current system works, but you can just get two more per day? I think I would, they, go ahead, Trevor. I was gonna say I, I think yeah, they they would have to redo the entire system. You you would have to take away the multiple no. Let's bookings. pretend like you're not redoing the entire system. That you just have what you have, and you're adding on somehow. So so those are your two options, right? I'm I'm giving you two options. I'm just kind of curious to what your thought is. So the one option is is that you have your fast passes for everybody the way you are, but there's if you pay this extra money, you can go to the park and get any fast pass you want. You can only hold one at a time, and then once you finish that ride, you can get another one for anything in the park, and you could do that. You can only ride them one time each, though, and you can do that for the whole day, and that's how it works. That would be one way. Or the other way is, is that you have, like, concierge level, right? You have six instead of three a day. What's your option? Which one do you like so, better? Pers- I- personally, I would rather, as somebody who likes to plan these ahead of time, I would rather have extra fast passes to book. So I'd rather have, you know, five I could book ahead of time as opposed to three. 
I don't know if we could do do the system of you know like we're talking about here with with how Paris is doing it, where you could just walk in anytime, right? That's I mean, of course you could. Why? I mean, I mean, think about it. You could if the if there was X amount of these available and the cost was high, right? Yeah. So, so let's say you if limit they them. Only had a certain amount, like sure. that it's sold out. Well, yeah, because think about it. I mean, if you're at the hotel, right, and you're at the level that you're getting extra ones, right? There's only so many rooms on each one of those levels. Yeah, that there is limited stock on sure on those extra fast passes. So same thing is it you know if they accounted for the system where x number of people can have have kind of like the max pass that that would be reasonable and I think to your point Damon, you know, talking about people that if this was their only time going, that max pass type system works better because um I know you know, you and me both, Tom, we plan really far ahead and, and we're invested in this. I'm thinking back to, I, I had a coworker that I actually helped him with a Disneyland trip this last year because he'd never been to Disneyland before. And he was looking to me going, what do I do? I, I don't know what I'm getting into. I don't know what any of these rides are. So being able to go there and kind of assess as you're going, what is important. I think that works a lot better for people that are only there for that one trip because they're not going to know ahead of time and they're not going to have, you know, a very clear picture in their head of these are, these are, you know, rides A, B, C, and D are the ones that I have to hit. Right. Yeah. And and you know, what's interesting is, so I wonder sometimes if, if a system in place like that would help people that go and don't understand what Disney world is, so we've been there a lot. We understand the weights involved. We understand kind of what to expect when you go there. And, and it has definitely changed over the years. But what if you're a first timer going and one of the suggested things was, Hey, you need to do this. Would that help people that maybe get a little frustrated with Disney World the first time that they go to become lifelong fans because, you know, they had a better experience? I don't know. I, again, it's sad to say, but in this world, like you kind of don't want more people to become fans because it just makes your experience worse at the end of the day. It's horrible to say, sure. but it, yeah. it is kind of the way that the system does work. The more people go, the more prices go up. The more people go, the harder it is to get on your rides and your fast passes, right? The more people go, it, it, it's just, it's the nature of the business and they are a business at the end of the day. So again, I just wonder sometimes if it would help people enjoy Disney more if they had a few more options, especially as a first trip or an only trip or you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Cause I had a coworker who just went recently and uh, I, I told him ahead of time, I was like, you got to plan stuff ahead of time. You can't just show up and do nothing. I mean, you can, you can, but it's not going to be as, as fun. And plus, you know, if the parks are busy, it's going to be tough for you. And he didn't listen to me at all. And while he was there, he's texting me. He's like, I don't understand this fast pass thing. I can't get anything. I can't get any of the popular rides. And I was like, I told you you had to do some pre-planning from this. And I know a lot of people hate the pre-planning. A lot of people miss that old fast pass system where they could show up that day and get some, you know, a paper fast pass for something. Um, personally, I don't, I don't see how it's the old system was in any way better but i, I know the old system was phenomenal you're out of your mind it was so <laughs> how much am fun. I out of my mind you, you know why it was so much fun it was fun like i'd be like all right everyone give me your key cards all right i'm gonna run over here and get fast passes for all of us all right and i'll meet you back over here and you get it was fun it was like you had I, people it was like um 
it was almost like a game and it was, um, gosh, what, what I'm trying to think about it. It's kind of like a, a treasure hunt almost. It's right? like the final round on supermarket sweep where they're trying yes. to get as many. Oh, you know how many great memories I have about <laughs> running through the park with everyone's tickets? Like they were just great. You know how many great memories I have of just being on my app and then getting a getting a, a fast yeah pass zero zero no I have great memories problem. of it it's great <laughs> no you don't I, I don't want to run across the park first of all oh, I have much, no how awesome that was <laughs> no, it was terrible I, no I it did was it. absolutely phenomenal uh, it was I so did. much fun. I did a from tomorrow. We were in Tomorrowland and we decided we wanted Splash Mountain fast passes. Yep. And, and you ran your ass over there, your butt. Yeah, excuse me. And then back <laughs> and then went back again to get on Splash Mountain later. Yeah. It, and and yeah. you were the only one, right? You took everyone's <laughs> oh, yeah. room keys with you. Yep. I did. Yeah. And Tom, Tom, you don't know. How was that preferable to, to <laughs> oh, doing it, it was on so your much phone? Fun. I, I, no, it was so much it, fun. It, Trevor, it was, was it fun though? Admit it. It was very covert ops. Yes, it, exactly. It felt, it felt exactly. like, yeah, cause, cause I was like, I know if I get over there now, I can, I can get a good time before everybody else figures out that they want to get on Splash Mountain. Yes, it was yeah. the best. The good old days. Nostalgia <laughs> reign supreme. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. I, you can't, you couldn't even like change those fast passes if you wanted to. So what? Didn't need to plan Didn't your day better. better. But if you yeah. blew past your time, then it's like, oh, too bad. You couldn't oh, and, and Trevor, it. did you ever have the disappointment of running all the way over there and then all the fast passes being gone? Uh, See, I had, I probably that. had a few more years of that than you did. Yeah, that, that never happened. Or, well, for the Splash Mountain thing, no, that didn't happen. Um, it happened we, to me for Toy Story Mania. Yeah, we, we That's never good. had that happen, but that was because we were always going generally during quiet times. So I never okay. was denied on fast passes. I would run all the way over to Toy Story Mania and they'd have the covers, the infamous covers over the fast passes <laughs> machine. And you'd be like, no, not the covers. And then sometimes what would happen is like some machines would run out before others. So there'd be covers over some of them, but not covers over, covers over all of them. So you'd be like, oh, wait, no, there's one. It's still open. Oh my goodness. It doesn't have a cover on it. Like, that was the best. Uh, like you can't get that from your app, Tom. I can. I can get it from my app. I Millennial, you you can't get it from your I, app. I can get way more from my app. I, no. Okay. I, those I, Toy Story ones used to sell out quickly too. Sorry. Go ahead. Trevor. Okay. Okay. I, I will defend you on this one, Tom. The, so when we had to reschedule our trip due to Hurricane Irma, and I lost all my fast passes, we lost our flight of passage. And we were on the bus to Animal Kingdom that morning, and I had completely written off the idea of getting on Flight of Passage. And as we were on the bus, I was searching the app, and I saw a Flight of Passage come up, and I got so excited that I still remember it. See? So See? it does happen. But, but Trevor, <laughs> if you were at the park, you could have just gotten one by running to it. It would have been so much more satisfying. But doesn't that ruin the immersive nature no, of Pandora? Why is no, there a fast, I, I don't want to run through Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> no. Gosh, that would have been great. No, it doesn't ruin the... It actually makes it a mission. What, are you crazy? Maybe you should have like an avatar hat on while you're doing it, and then it's like a real mission. <laughs> but there was also like so much room for counterfeit stuff in there, too. I just saw that actually the, the people were doing counterfeit boarding passes for Disneyland for Rise of the Resistance. Hey, listen. Did you guys if, see that? If, no, I did not. I if you have that skill set, then good for you. That, that's amazing that somebody is devoting that much time to... That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're devoting yeah. that much time, I let you in. Good. Good job. So, well, <laughs> somebody figured out that they weren't scanning them. They were just looking at them. So they weren't scanning them when they were letting people into oh, the so line. So they just they did, just, like, a Photoshop, like... That's exactly what they did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, which I guess is smart if you notice that they're not looking at it. They're just looking at the group and not actually scanning the thing. But, but nonetheless, <laughs> you guys are crazy. I the new system's so much better to me. I, I, I know a lot of people pine for the old system, not me. I I I like the the new system way better. I'm gonna sit firmly in the middle between them. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no, I, I, no, I no no no. I I I know what Damon's talking about. I know what you're talking about, and they both have their merits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Wait, did we, where'd Damon go? Did Damon fall asleep on us? <laughs> he, he might have. I think we might have. Uh, no, I'm actually here. Again, I like to multitask when. Oh, see, here I am. I'm I'm back. See, I was was multitasking again. (laughs) I like to multitask sometimes, and I was actually trying to look at some video of my son playing futsal from tonight while uh, while we're recording. So, (laughs) you know how it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no, I I know how it is. Okay, well, we're done. We're done. Go ahead. I, 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 I think, think we're ready to wrap it up. <laughs> but yeah, but we, 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 we have to let everybody know that there's two episodes. We have to make sure that we're clear on that. And, and again, I have to get the plug in for the group. So anyone that doesn't know, we're, we're, we're inviting you if you don't know anyway, and you like our page, but you know, we do have a group. It is fun. And one of the, we def- definitely crossed over 500 members today. And as I said on the group page, which you can't see unless you're a member of the group, there's been no blocking or no reporting of any members. It's just a fun group of people. No drama. No, no. drama. That's Everyone's cool. cool. It's only a matter of time before there's some drama, though. Yeah, but we won't let that happen. We'll just ban yeah. people. I'll come with the big ban stick. <laughs> yes. It's okay. <laughs> I think as long as everybody understands that Damon's got the ban hammer behind his back, then... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Well, I'm, I'm sure at some point that's going to happen, but hopefully, hopefully not anytime soon. But we we appreciate everybody in that group. It's been fun uh, interacting with everybody for sure. Yeah, th- thank you for being nice because you know we we want to be nice people. We want to all have fun, and we're glad that you guys see it the same way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Shall you we? Wrap this up, Trevor. Yeah. Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, as usual, if uh, you guys want to email us, you can find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love your comments. We love hearing your stories. We love hearing questions or anything you want to talk about that uh, we said on the on the episode that you may like or not like. I mean, if it, the, the popcorn buckets became more of a discussion than I thought they would. So maybe we'll hear some. I thought it was going to be a longer discussion, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> Well, yeah. So, so we like hearing from you guys. Uh, we, we love getting those questions. If, uh, you want to reach us through Facebook, you can find us at Welcome Home Podcast on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Welcome Home Pod and Welcome Home Picks, respectively. Those, uh, those of course repost all of our, our posts from Facebook. So you can follow us there if you, you like those platforms. If you do like to, uh, rock some merchandise or, yeah, as uh, Jeremy posted in in the group, uh, he got a, a cool Welcome Home podcast mug. You can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out all the merch that we have available. Uh, t-shirts, mugs, magnets. Uh, I like the magnets. I think they're pretty cool. And was there something else that I forgot, Tom? Reviews. <laughs> reviews. Oh, reviews, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if... If you guys are listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, any of those platforms, we do like getting reviews because uh, it helps us get better. We help it helps us understand uh, our audience, and uh, it also helps other people find the podcast because those reviews do help uh, make it more visible when people are searching for podcasts like ours. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home, Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Uh, so just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that says DVC and Disney, and you'll find us pretty quickly and easily. Of course, as always, just a reminder to our listeners, uh, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult with a DVC representative, a cast member, or you know somebody associated with Disney for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to DVC Resale Market for sponsoring this episode, and also for joining us on the first part of this episode, part one of the episode uh, that you can check out separately. It'll be marked as DVC Resale Market, so look for that one if you want to hear Derek and Marissa uh, talk all about uh, DVC Resale Market, answer all of the listener questions and, and Damon's questions about, about DVC resale. Uh, so check that out, please. And uh, of course, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion, more DVC talk. Uh, we hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair How she can cuddle Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl